Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. This segment is brought to you by Jigmaster Jigs. When in doubt, get the jig out. Go to jigmasters.com and use promo code PNF20 and save 20% off your next jig order today. Welcome to the Reel Down on Battle Infant with your hosts, Dan Perry and Jimmy Skinner, where we talk about everything in tournament kayak fishing. Here we go. All right, everybody, here we are. The Reel Down. again. It's Monday night. Time for the reel down. Need the intro of the heavy metal music. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> we'll give it a few seconds here. Let let some people log on. Let every if uh, if you're watching, go ahead and give us a share if if you don't mind, and and we'll we'll get this going here in just a second. Got a good show planned tonight. Something a little bit different for for us here, and we'll def- definitely going to be learning some uh, some things about definitely big learning curve. Yeah, so it, it should be a lot of fun here. And uh, if you have any questions or comments tonight, just put them below. We'll follow along and get them out there, and we'll, we'll ask them any questions that you may have. Uh-huh. I remember to turn on the live comments on this one. Oh, okay. All right. Already got. Uh, why can't I get a response on a hat? Doug Mosley, I will message you after this. We'll we'll get you figured out. I'm writing it down right now. Doug Mosley. Send me another one while you're at it. <laughs> okay. Hat. Uh, and hey, uh, hey, hey, go. And Justin Staley, the What's man. All right. So tonight on the reel down. If you're watching, thank you for watching. As always, uh, this is a reel down. We're going to be doing this on Monday nights at 8 o'clock Central. Every week, this is our new time. And then tomorrow, you'll be able to listen to it if you didn't catch it tonight on all the usual places. Apple, Spotify, YouTube, all that good stuff. 
But tonight we have two special guests. The first one is Alex Rojas. He's the president of the Colorado Kayak Fishing Club and Bryce Gibbs, who just won the KBF West Pueblo, Pueblo Reservoir, Colorado. Uh, he won the KBF event out there and Alex, his club was the hosting club. So here they are. Alex and Bryce, thank you for being on the show, guys. What's up, guys? Thanks for having hey, us, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So tonight we're going to find out all about fishing out, uh, I guess, some in Arizona, but mostly in Colorado. And I think for me and Jimmy, we both, uh, you know, we, we really want to try to, it's, it's tough because we're more Midwest and Southeast based. So sometimes we miss those Northeast guys. We miss the West guys and maybe some of the Florida guys. So we're trying to get some people more in, you know, some more people in and try to highlight some more anglers. And Bryce, if and we'll get into this later. If everybody didn't know, if if you don't know who Bryce is, you need to look up this man's KBF numbers because it's but I don't know if anybody's got better KBF numbers than this man. His stats for I wasn't ready for it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no one knows, man. Cool. So, uh, he's having a hell of a year already, too. Yeah, yeah, his 20s, 20s, like you said, we'll get into it. I got his 20s, 20s stuff. It's pretty impressive. All right. So first we'll start out with you, Alex. Kayak fishing. How'd you get into it, man? So uh, got a good story there, actually. Um, so, uh -oh. All right. yeah, I started float tube fishing a long time ago. I've been float tube fishing for years on my float tube, you know, chasing trout, walleye. I'm a walleye guy traditionally. Um, and I started a lot of forums back in the days, all forums, like Google forums and stuff, right? And I, saw, I was on these forums back in California. I live here in Colorado, but I, was, I found forums in, in California all about float tubing. And they had tournaments that they, were, they had for float tubes, you know. So I, I wanted to start getting into competitive fishing, you know. So I was like, how do I do this? You know, there's got to be something in Colorado that does something similar with float tubes, you know. So I started Googling around, trying to find if anybody had any float tube tournaments here in Colorado. They didn't. But I stumbled across Colorado Kayak Fishing Club. They were hosting a tournament like a week or two later after I found out about it, I reached out to them, said, Hey, can I do it in my float tube? They said, absolutely. You can. I was like, awesome. What's all the details. They gave me all the details. Um, I never even heard of kayak fishing before that day. So I want to do it in my float tube. And I started doing all this research on kayak fishing. Cause I'd never heard of kayak fishing. And I really got into it. And I said, this is for me. This is absolutely 100% for me. The tournament was on a Saturday. My birthday was on a Wednesday before. I asked the wife, can I go buy a kayak? She said, go buy one. It's your birthday. Nice. So I went to Bass Pro Shops. I got an Ascend. I got a 12T Ascend. I'll never forget it. 2014. It was, it was 2014 when it happened. Never been in a kayak in my life. Not any kind of kayak ever. So I get to the, I get to the tournament. I took my float tube with me just in case things went really bad. <laughs> I was going to put my float tube out and go fishing with it, right? The morning meeting happens. I see everybody launching. I let everybody launch because I – I didn't know how to launch. You know, I thought I was going to flip the kayak as soon as I got in it. Everybody launches. I'm studying how they launch, you know. And I get in the kayak, I think I'm going to flip right away, and I don't. I paddle off. The rest is history, you know. I caught, like, one fish that day. But um, it was oh, a learning okay. curve for me. It was a big learning curve, right? And the rest was history. From there, I got hooked. And, yeah, that's my story of how I got into kayak fishing. That's cool. awesome. Bryce, how about you, man? I mean, I – I grew up, uh, you know, riding quads, dirt bikes, fishing, doing all this stuff. Um, I actually, when I was 15, I, I broke my back on my dirt bike. So that was my 
I grew up playing baseball as well and all that. So I was kind of ended my baseball career. And I got into uh, bass fishing. And I bought my first bass bow when I was 16. You know, I just paid for it right then and there. Fell in love with the sport. Three years later, I ran out of money. You know, it's just the bass boat busted out another thousand. I was there. Yeah. Um, so then I ended up selling my bass boat. I bought a kayak. First day, it was you know, windy as you know what. Second day, same thing. I got rid of it, got out of fishing for about a year. And, you know, I just not doing all that drinking and all that stuff, yada, yada, yada. And uh, I actually got back into it. And then there was uh, someone that said, hey, you know, there's kayak bass fishing tournaments. And I was like, no, no, there's not. You know, I'm just out here having fun. And I started looking into it. And then just from there, it was uh, 20, 2016 in April. So I got back into this. And then from there, it's just, you know, all out from there. So, so just a lot, of, a lot of in-betweens. And a lot of, I mean, I fish three, four, five days a week on average, just, you know, all going forward from there. Just one of those guys that would be successful at anything then, huh? Yeah. yeah you got to work, work hard, man. <laughs> I, right. I lose I lose a lot of sleep. <laughs> yeah, I agree. So. All well, right. Uh, yeah. I was going to go back towards Alex. I want to know about uh, the Colorado Kayak Fishing Club out there. Sure. Uh, something I noticed was they've been around for a while. Uh, I think the Facebook start date was like 2014. You know, we see a lot of clubs popping up more now. It's kind of rare you see the the older clubs and really find them. But it looks like they've been around for a while. And like we were saying for for me and Dan, like Colorado is the, my favorite state I've ever been to. But when I go there, I think of fly fishing and trout fishing. So, you know, we me and my wife joke about retiring and moving somewhere like that. And I was like, I don't know. There's you know no bass fishing. So now I'm excited because I can be like, hey, we can still retire there. Absolutely, Thanks, bass here, right? That's that's the that's the everybody thinks that, right? That we're trout state number one, right? That everybody thinks the fly fishing is great. It is. It's phenomenal here. There's no doubt about that. You know, people, it's world class here for sure. Um, but what we have here, we have bass. You know, our growing season's small, so our bass tend to be smaller. As Bryce probably could tell you as well, a whole bunch of dinks, right? Um, yeah. The bigger reservoirs have smaller fish, tend to have smaller fish, you know. But we do have some size the ponds. Some of the smaller places have some good size. Um, so yeah, so we're more than just trout here. Um, as far as CKFC, you're right. We started back in, uh, you know, before me, I got into this in 2014, you know, into the whole kayak fishing thing. But, um, before that, a long time though. Yeah. 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 Before that though, um, Google groups was around and there's a bunch of, there's a few guys here, probably a handful of guys, five, six guys that, uh, just like to fish out of kayaks, you know, and they modified their kayaks back in the day. You had to use PVC and do all that to get real creative. Right. To make your rod holders and all that good stuff. So, um, yeah, they had a Google group and they just group of guys just kind of said, let's create a little club, just us, you know, not for fishing, not for tournaments or anything, just, just a club, just to hang out and introduce people to the sport and stuff as well. So they had Google groups going and then from there, um, you know, Facebook popped up pretty big and that's when they started the Facebook page. Um, so it started real small in 2014, um, 13, 14, right in that range. This guy, Dave Kuzer, he used to run, um, he, he like was our walleye angler of the year every year here out of boats. Um, he ran the Colorado Walleye Association here. Um, they started talking about how they could raise money and they want to give back to the community, you know. So one of the guys that started this thing was Johnny, I can never say, I can never say his last name, Johnny W. We'll just call him Johnny W. <laughs> um, you know, he grew up kind of uh, in need a little bit and he got helped by the Boys and Girls Club in Denver, you know. 
Um, so he really wanted to give back because the community gave to him quite a bit, right? So he really wanted to give back. So that was the goal. How do we give back to the community? How do we raise money to give back to the community? And Dave Kuzer and them decided to go ahead and start tournaments. We could raise money to give back to charities via tournaments, right? So they started a nonprofit organization, CKFC. We're a nonprofit, right? So we donate 100% of our proceeds. Anything we make other than Q1 operating costs to get tournaments started, advertising, all that kind of stuff that we run, everything else, 100%, we give back to the community in the form of a donation. And every year we get a different charitable donation that we give. So like last year was uh, we get this initiative, which is a, helps battered women. We get into Boys and Girls Club of Denver. We give into um, organizations that help our veterans. We get into organizations that help cancer. So we get into multiple different organizations. And that's what our club's about, is growing the sport, helping people get into it, and then giving back to the community in some way, right? So that's what we do. Dude, no, that's great, man. All these other clubs need to take note of stuff like that. Um, so I, I, something else I noticed is that y'all have a lot of members. Um, and the, the, you know, obviously this was a KBF trail event. And y'all had a pretty good turnout. But, you know, you were talking about y'all short growth season, but y'all have numbers. Something I noticed is y'all had 60 anglers compete and y'all caught 401 fish in that tournament. Yeah, and so that, that's that's... That's insane. There was a lot more fish caught than that. I could tell you that personally, I caught a lot more than my five. Right. I just, after you right. get your limit, you just start submitting the smaller fish. Right. Right. You, Bryce you know will tell you, you too. To, I bet oh. you he went through probably 30 fish, at least 40 fish. Right. Oh, I went through 40 plus and right. the last six or seven were 15 and a quarter. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it, was, I mean, it was crazy, man. It's, it's legit like a healthy fishery because there was a lot of weight stacked in that like 77 to you know, 70 range. I mean, they was the weights were every quarter inch too. They were. Yeah. And a lot of our lakes are like that. You know, we have a lot of, the smallmouth lakes are really good like that. You know, so we have a bunch of smallmouth lakes that are really good. Um, and we go through numbers. I mean, it's a numbers game here. You have to go through numbers. Sometimes you find those little sweet spots that hold a group of 15, 16, 17 inch fish, you know? Um, but for the most part, it's a numbers game here. What, what kind of like, are they like deep clear lakes or do they, you get grassy shoals and, ledges right. or what, what kind of fisheries do you have so probably is a really good fishery it has a little bit of everything i think bryce could tell you a little bit about that too but um so yeah it has the cliffs you know it has the drop-offs it has the ledges um it has underwater humps we have grass we have submerged vegetation we have uh grass flats we have a dam because all man-made here for the most part we have dams we have uh sandy flats we have rocky shores um we have submerged trees there's a little bit of everything like i caught most of my fish flipping Almost all of my fish were caught flipping in this tournament. I don't so know how Bryce did it, but yeah, no, no matter what you want to do, you can pretty much fish the way you want to. Exactly. That's just awesome to think about because, like, in my head, that's not like I would think deep clear reservoir, like in a mountain somewhere. Like, right. it's, it's cool to know that it's just as diverse there as it is anywhere else. So Pueblo, for example, at the west east end of the lake by the dam, pretty clear. You could see down eight, ten, twelve feet. At the west end by the river. It was chocolate mud. Uh, I mean, it's so diverse, you know, and everything in between. I didn't, I didn't make it up that way too far, so I didn't see the chocolate milk. <laughs> right, right, and, right. And and y'all's y'all's club, y'all have even multi, not only bass but multi-species right. events too, huh? Right. So our our tournament started with multi-species. You know, they started fishing for you know whatever lake it was. Um, so we have two different series. One series is just for multi-species, and one is a bass-only series. Two separate series. They have their own AOIs, all that good stuff as well, right? 
Um, so a multi-species tournament for us, it's kind of unique, something we do that's kind of unique as well, right, is that we do multi-species. So we go to a lake, like a Trinidad Lake will be coming up on June 15th for our first tournament for multi-species. And um, that lake, it'll be bass, and they have smallmouth and largemouth there. Um, so you can catch two bass, two walleye, and one trout, okay? Or you can mix it up. Like it could be that. two trout, two walleye, one bass. It's up to you to to be creative and, and use your strategy, whatever that is for you. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Um, and then we throw a kicker fish in there. Once you hit your limit, we throw a kicker fish. So it might be like a perch. It might be a white bass. It might be a catfish. It might be a, any any species. It might be pike. It might be whatever it might be, right? Well, um, I feel like you kind of carry some gear with you. You do. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, you can have rods, right? I mean, people are like, why are you take eight, nine, ten rods with you? It's because I'm fishing for everything at once right exactly. now. Exactly. <laughs> and not only that, but I think what makes multi-species so fun for me, I'm a multi-species guy, you know. I'm learning the bass game because I want to compete at a national level. Yeah. Um, so I just got into bass fishing like three years ago. Um, but I love the multi-species game because it's so much strategy. You have to know when you're fishing for bass in the morning or walleye first thing in the morning. Okay, I do I have enough inches here to move on to bass? Now I got to go focus on bass. You know, I got to go focus on trout now. When do I leave the bass? When do I leave the trout? You know, is enough inches in this specific species to move to the next one? It's so a, I mean, it's a lot of strategy. Like, it, it might be typically an eight-hour tournament. Yes, it's typically eight-hour tournament. So Sometimes you, nine, depending on later in the summer with the hours, you know, daylight and stuff. Yeah. I, I know I've never fished for walleye. Do you usually have to like change ramps and – and go no, to area that's the beautiful part here is most of the fish. I bet you Bryce caught uh, walleye. I, I almost guarantee you caught no zero walleye, really. Zero. <laughs> wow, I'm surprised. I tried, most, man, people, I tried. <laughs> most people, like I caught a 19 inch walleye during the tournament, right? Um, most people catch, yeah, they're normally in the same general areas. You just got to find them, you know. Smallmouth and walleye really relate to a lot of same structure. Um, so, so that's pretty good. And the trout, you try to catch between moving spots. Cause they kind of roam, you know, so yeah. there's a lot of strategy to do it all, you know, that's, that's cool. my go-to. I was angler year twice now, I was angler year last year here in Colorado for, for multi-species. So that's, that's my, that's go. my jam right there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we're talking to the multi-species guy then. I, I ain't even know that. Yeah, I'm sorry. We, <laughs> yeah, I, I, honestly, I didn't even know I was a thing before. Now I now it's like, now I'm like, man, that's got me wanting to like talk our guys into doing like bass crappie, like a gar throwdown or something. I don't know. So yeah, I know the Kansas guys do something similar where they have like a month. I think they do like one month of chasing crappie, one month of chasing catfish, one month of chasing bass. And then they have AOI with all that combined, right? That's insane. Yeah. I know there's some walleye lakes in Tennessee, Georgia, like this area, but I've never went and caught one. So right. I, wanna, I hear they eat good. So Oh, they eat great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that's phenomenal. That perch and yeah. Then another thing we do too, we go up to gold medal waters. So gold medal waters here in Colorado is a place like it's, it's like the Mecca of all trout fishing. You know, they call them gold medal waters. It's all catch and release. Some, some places you keep one fish over 21 inches. Um, so we go up to this place called Spinney Reservoir, which is a special place here in Colorado for trout and for pike. 
the pike there are fun. I mean, good sized pike. You go through numbers of pike. And the trout, though, I mean, you average around 20, 19 to 20 inch trout there all day. It's awesome. And you go through numbers. It's 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 a real, real fun place to go fish. We hit that one every year for our tournaments. It's a lot of fun. So for you, like for you personally, when you're switching up species, like would you go from like, you know, if you're throwing a bait caster for bass, do you carry like a fly rod with you to trout fish? I or? don't, but some guys do. Yeah, we have one girl who competes with us, Stephanie, Stephanie Windling. She is incredible. She's a hell of a stick, and all she uses is a fly rod. And she's chasing bass. She's chasing walleye, trout, you name it. She's, she's, she's doing it with a fly rod, and she competes. I mean, she, I think she finished, like, top five last year for Jeez. AOI. We've, she we've got a guy down, down here that surprised me. He uh, Just a quick story. He came in, did one of our small throwdowns to see what tournament kayak fishing was like, and then he did our open on Gunnersville. And he was fishing in, you know, just a Pelican, cheap Pelican kayak, nothing against it. But he told me he was fly fishing. And I was like, there's no way. But he ended up coming in like 11th place out of like 80 something guys fly fishing in a Pelican kayak. And I was like, well, never mind. <laughs> you got it. I don't like it. Right. I, I feel you. <laughs> yeah. Some people just got it. Yeah. Do you do the uh, multi-species stuff too, Bryce? No, I man, I'm strictly bass. If I, I catch a lot of catfish back home, and it's just everyone back home, they know it's just, oh, you got another cat, you got another cat. Because I, I, when I catch catfish, they're big. You know, it's mostly on chatterbaits and, you know, drop shots, stuff like that. And it's just, I think I, a few weeks back, I caught like a 12 pound uh, channel cat. And I was like, what are you doing, man? <laughs> that one, I was just like, all right, I'll go home. Craig Dye, I, I saw on uh, online, he caught a big one with his kid today. That that was cool. So. Yeah, that, that thing was huge. All right, so the reason we had y'all on together, how this worked out is there was a KBF West event on Pueblo, Pueblo Reservoir. I can't say it for some reason. We don't have Pueblos here. So <laughs> out in Colorado, and Bryce won that event. You were the host, and your club was the host, Alex. Uh, so Jimmy, give us Bryce's stats. So, yeah, y'all get ready to get your mind blown here. So, I'm going to mix in. We'll start with just your 2020 year totals. And so, you're averaging 19 inch fish. That's that's killer. You've had 13 first place finishes in 2020. You've had 14 top tens. And, like, like I said, I wasn't ready for this when I looked your stats up. I mean, I'm not taking it away from you. It's just you don't. Oh, like good. That. Like, that's impressive. And then I was like, well, let me see what this guy does all time. You have 34 all time first place finishes. And yeah, I guess top this... 10 73 times. Like, anybody that's not looking at this guy <laughs> as a threat in kayak fishing needs to recognize <laughs> right now, yeah. right here tonight, live. Bryce is, which is, it could be play in your favor. You could start traveling national and be the underdog that nobody's nobody's ready for. Yeah. And so yes. here, here it is. So 30 per 30 and Cape in uh Turniax, 33% of the tournaments you've entered, you've won. So one out of three, you've won. And then 70% of the time, you're in the top 10. I I mean, I want to know your key to consistency. Yeah. Even Cody Spill Miller, it right now. <laughs> you know, you he, always, everyone out here, it's Katie Perry. <laughs> <laughs> Lance already said something earlier. I saw that, but I, mean, I I just go out and fish. I have fun. You know, I just I, I do this a lot. And then other times where I just invite everyone over, have a good time. And I just fish slow, you know. 
think about what that bait's doing and what it's where it should be and if it's not getting bit change you know don't just stay the same spot just keep going 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 and it's it's hard it's hard on your body it's hard on this i mean that trip to colorado i'm, I'm still paying for it my back's just jacked up right now so you're, just, you're fishing in a hobie right yeah PA you, you do a lot of moving spots then i bet yeah i'm moving all i mean i i launch probably four miles from where um first found that smallie and it just kept going 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 and it's like well what's the closest ramp to this you know so okay. all right so here it is in that event bryce had 83 inches second place i'm terrible with names i should not have this job second is paul roth he had 79 inches so you won by four inches uh third was james strawbridge with 78 and a quarter fourth bradley coonlin coonlin sorry bradley. Coonlin. Coonlin. There you go. however you want to say it yeah. 77 and a half and Dave Couser, uh, you were talking about him earlier, Alex, uh, 77 inches. So, and then below that, all the weights were stacked. So how were you able to like get the bigger fish? Like what, what was it that allowed you to work through those numbers to get some bigs to, to set yourself apart? It was really, I mean, just that, that small, it was one thing. Um, but all the other fish, I mean, I was catching 15s pretty consistently and it was fishing slow. You know, it's just you're fishing slow, you're dragging it, and I would I wouldn't sit there and shake it. You know, if I'm throwing a drop shot, I wouldn't sit there and just shake it. I would let it fall down, pick it back up. Let it fall down, pick it back up. I mean, it's just a little bit different than the traditional shake it till they eat it kind of thing. You know, yeah, it's clear, I, I fish clear water. Yeah. And then, you know, that's it was clear water. So I was doing drop shot, light, you know, finesse stuff most of the day. Um, and I just found them, you know. So you're, you're there in Arizona and you must fish a lot of clear water. Can you give us your, your whole top to bottom drop shot, rod reel, line combo, baits, all that good stuff? Yeah. I mean, I got a, a, a ducket medium seven, two black ice. And I mean, it's just, you, you feel everything with that rod. It's ridiculous. Um, you know, I just seven pound uh, sunline leader on that. And I throw braids, so braids leader on everything. Uh, so I mean, for the most part out here, I mean, I'm trying to get away from, the finesse style, you know, it's just, we I live here. We always do it. I can go travel and fish it if I need to. But it's back home. I don't want to always throw finesse. Uh, so this year it's been, I've thrown a lot of the uh, jackhammer. And yeah. I thought I mean, there's tournaments back here. It's just, you know, back in February, I stuck two eight pounders um, on a jackhammer, almost the same spot. And it was just, I caught 20 fish that day. And it was, it was a tough day of fishing. I just threw the jackhammer all day. So and just always like switching it up. I, I saw how many big, I mean, you have tons of 24s and 25s that you've weighed. Like, are you catching all those in Arizona? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's just, I, uh, my favorite lake out here is Saguaro. Uh, it's about 40 minutes from my house. It was shut down for about two months and trying to get back in the, in the bite on that um, lately, but it's just Saguaro and Canyon. There's big, big fish. So Canyon, that was my, that's the biggest one, 20, 25 and a half. Yeah. So it was actually thing was three, three years ago, three years ago yesterday, I think it was. So. If you have any comments or questions for these guys, put them in here and we'll, we'll try to ask them. And uh, again, keep liking and sharing this and let's yeah. get this out there. So what, it, how, it, I, I guess I, I would be thinking out West that y'all, a lot of your water would have been closed. Have you've, You've literally got number one in more tournaments than most people have been able to fish this year. 
Like has your has a lot of your water just been open all year? Yeah, I mean, there's there's a lake, uh, Roosevelt. We've been hitting that a lot. A lot of guys been going there. It's about an hour and a half away, two hours, depending on where you launch from. Um, yeah, that's that's been open. That's been hot. It's 100% basically for the first time in a long time. So you got trees in the water. You can you can flip. You can throw buzz baits, chatter baits. I mean, it doesn't matter. Um, and then you know, like for the, the one night stands and the Mother's Day challenge, I actually went down to Havasu, which is about four, three and a half, four hours away. And I mean, they're they're eating good down there too. So it's just you got to find them. <laughs> yeah. So what kind of uh, go? Take us through that day, like not really. You don't have to go step by step, but you know, did was it tough at first? Did you catch on to a pattern that you could travel around and follow, like catching them off a point that was different than another rock bottom? How'd it go for you? Yeah, I mean that that day. I mean we launched, and I was right next to uh, to Lindsay up there, and we start moving the same way. And I'm like, there's a, that Smalley's right over there off that tree, and then she just she she kind of stopped. That kind of stopped. I didn't want you know everyone to see it first thing in the morning that Smalley, and I and I didn't even know she was there still. You know, I was it was it was cloudy that day. You couldn't really see anything. Um, so I kind of just fished along that point where she was at. I stuck two, and they were like thirteen and fourteen. And then after I caught that Smalley, I got her in the first time. She actually got up. So I'm trying to find this tree that she was around, and I know it's you know in an area this big or so. I'm throwing, throwing, throwing. I can't see and. She finally bit. I just see my line run, and I was—I wasn't ready to set the hook, and she popped off the first time. I was like, oh, you know, that's—that's that's it. And she's gone. But I mean, that was a real, real aggressive fish. And then I finally, from that bite, I knew where she was at. Threw back in there. She ate it. Boom. It was, I got it. And after that, it was just cruise right. the shoreline. I hit points. I hit drop offs. Just any time where there's rocks or a change in the the, the depth. So. Was, so you think yeah, you she was bedding down then? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. I mean, I, yeah, because I uh, I found her, I think Wednesday. Um, so Thursday, I went back, went over her a few times throughout the day, to make sure she was still there. And I mean, she she was locked, locked. So I was just hoping that wasn't you know the last day that she was on there. Yeah. And then Friday, just she, or, excuse me, uh, Saturday, she was still there. So is that what phase y'all are in kind of in Colorado, mostly right at the spawn right now? Yeah. For yeah. Water temps are right around 60, 62 degrees right there. Um, yeah. It's getting pretty hot right now. Smallies are going first. They always spawn first here, of course. Right. So the smallies are going uh, large mouth right around the corner. So all the bigger reservoirs, the temps are right. Perfect right now. Um, the small, smaller ones have already, they've already done their thing for the most part. Yeah. So I, had was you, hoping, I was you, hoping for some beds, man. Yeah, <laughs> I love. Have smoke. you fished up there before, Bryce? Do you? Do you? No, no. You I mean, I was. I I almost didn't even go. Um, you know, I uh, I got a lot of buddies that travel uh, from Arizona now with all this KBS stuff, and I was just going back and forth. And uh, my buddy Lance, he's like, "Hey, man, it's just you, if you want to go, you can stay with me." And I'm like, "Ah." So I gave it a few days. I wasn't gonna go, and then I was like, "You know what? Screw it." Let's go and let's, let's have fun, you know. So, and I was I was talking to everyone. I mean, I, I fished in Colorado once before that, and you know, we didn't didn't catch no bass. We were trying to get catch a uh, trout, nothing there. So I went fishing one time uh, before that. But yeah, I never never been to Pueblo or Colorado really on any kind of bass bite. So 
Hey, Bryce, what, what's your opinion of the, uh, the, the fish in there, Pueblo? What you think of it? A lot of fish. A lot of fish. Right. I mean, that, that, that four-pound smallie changed my mind about that lake a little bit. Um, <laughs> he before will. Before that, before that, it was just, you know, it was good fishery. There's just a lot, a lot of fish. And it's, it's almost nerve-wracking in a way because you're, you're, you're on fish. But, you know, yeah, day one, I wasn't really even getting, you know, anything over 16, 16 and a quarter. I didn't catch a 17 or an 18, which those are the ones I normally look for in a lake like that. And I was just like, you know, I, I, there's a lot of fish here, so just keep doing what I'm doing and trying to keep going. Did you catch any spots or largemouth, or is it all smallies? I caught, yeah, I caught spots. I caught largemouth. Um, you know, smallies. I mean, that's I, when I can get on a smallie bite, I try to get on that and stay on that, even if largemouth could be bigger. Uh, it's just the fight, you know, that fight with smallmouth, which is. It's unmatched, you know. The spots they fight good as well, and we don't have that back home with the spots. Um, I ended up catching a, uh, I didn't catch a walleye up there, but I did catch a crappie, pretty decent crappie uh, tournament day. So that's awesome, man. We we don't have, we've got smallmouth. You know, I'm North Alabama, Tennessee River chain, and you can find them, but where I live, it's not heard of. And I got got a little piece of information from somebody Saturday and went up a way up in a Creek. And I, I found, uh, I was in two different rapids in single pools and I caught three or I caught two 18 inch smallie, probably right under three pounds and like one seventeen. but I caught like 10 and I don't mm-hmm. know, like it makes you not want to go after largemouth anymore. Like you're saying that fight. Yeah. Like I, I think my GoPro turned off. Yeah, what jumped past Jimmy me. Jimmy won his tournament this weekend. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't. There's, there's, a, uh, there's a spot down the down my Havasu. It's the Parker Strip. I mean, it's on the Colorado River there. And I, I mean, that's, I got into bass fishing down there. I mean, this is my dad and I way back in the day on the back of a jet ski. We're just trolling these little, little swim baits, just catching three, four pounds smally. I'm five, six, seven years old, hanging on for dear life in the river current. And uh, lately I've been trying to get back up there a lot because it's just the bite's on. I caught you know, a couple that are over four up there um, just this year as well. And it's just it's it's the current in a kayak with smallmouth river smallmouth. I mean, you, yeah. you can't beat that fight. No, it's just there's nothing. <laughs> Dude, I, I'm, so, I don't know I don't know how can handle a five five pound plus smallmouth and something like that. I I, I mean, yeah, I hope I, it my biggest is little uh, little over five, you know, five and a half. I was in a boat uh, back then, though. But uh, yeah, it's it's a fun fight. You got to respect a fish that can turn your your kayak around and run it upstream. Oh, and it can flip you easily if you're not paying attention. Yeah, even even in a big one. <laughs> yeah. What 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 kind of kayak are you in, Alex? Um. Uh, so I I I run some uh, uh, Old Town Predator PDLs. Okay. And I run a. A pedal drive kayak business, so I rent them. Okay. So uh, yeah, I rent them to get people into tournaments fishing. You know, that's basically what I do: is to give people an opportunity that normally can't store a kayak, can't transport a kayak. I do that for them so they can fish our tournaments. So cool. yeah, that's what, that's what I'm out of right now. I'm hoping to get into native. I'm trying to work a deal around right now with native. My rental business is kind of messing that up a little bit right now, but yeah. yeah. So what's what's everything like with everything going on? Uh, Bryce kind of talked about how it is for him and what's been open. What's it like for you up there, Alex? Like everything yeah, so open good or the lakes out? have all been open here. You know, they, they kept them open. They're, they're hammered to people though. Oh my gosh. It's, it's incredible how many people are out right now. 
Um, yeah, it's, it's been, the lakes have stayed open. Um, the travel restrictions is what was kind of a big deal here. And it kind of worried me about the KBF Pueblo event. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of travel restrictions. Like the military guys can't travel more than 50 miles. Um, they had a uh, stay at home orders for certain like Denver. Um, so there's a lot of restrictions, but um, they're starting to open them all up now. In fact, uh, today, a lot of restaurants open today for the first time for open for in-house seating at minimum oh. capacity. I mean, it's like they're not full capacity, of course, but um, yeah, they're starting to lift a lot of restrictions here. As far as fishing goes, it's been on this whole time. Well, I'm going to have to, my, uh, I don't know how far it is from like where y'all are located. My uh, brother-in-law, shout out to you, Clay. Uh, is up there in Fort Carson. Yeah. And uh, Carl Springs. I live about an hour. He's the one that got me into kayak fishing. And I don't even know if he knows that y'all are a thing up there, but he's, he's military obviously. So he's been on that, you know, can't travel more than 50 mile right, thing. Right. So hopefully hey, he's speaking of that this. real quick guys. Sorry. It's just a good spot to talk about this, right? No, it's Memorial Day. Yeah. So I want to give a shout out and say thank you to all the military members out there. Definitely. Uh, all the men and women and all the families that support them. You know, I appreciate all you guys. Um, thank you very much for, for your, for your service, you know, so absolutely. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. My, my, my brother's out there too in Colorado Springs, but he went there for a different reason. You know, he, uh, they, they, <laughs> they legalized a good time. And he said, Mississippi, I'm out. I'm gone. <laughs> There's a lot of that here for sure. But <laughs> I, you figured you'd get like a lot of, you know, if you can go catch fish, have fun and, you know, have more fun. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's giving us a different name here in Colorado. Now we go somewhere and that's the first question we get nowadays. You know, it's crazy, but it is and what it, it is. You know, it have to come up in the uh, conversation, you know, every right. conversation interview you're in. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. What was there anybody in the KBF tournament that was just like fishing and they were just kind of going in circles and it was like a little <laughs> bit suspect about what was going on. Like he, he said, I think I might be brushing the rules. <laughs> I was lost, guys. <laughs> That's awesome, though. It seems like y'all got a killer thing going up there that nobody knows about, which could be great for y'all. I mean, it is with with everything going on, like you're saying, and all the rivers and bodies of water. We love being flooded with people. You're, I'm glad to glad to see the growth. We just had a demo day Saturday, and we had tons of people that never been in a kayak trying them out. And you're so excited to see that. And at the same time, you're like. Oh, you know, more of us fighting for spots yeah. and more people yeah. on my honey holes and absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> that is the problem, right? Yeah, some, something we're doing too that we're trying to do this year is we're trying to host. Uh, I've been working with uh, Chad Hoover, and he's gonna hopefully help us out if we can make it happen. This whole COVID thing really messed things up, but um, we're working with the Junior Bass Club here. Mm -hmm. You know, they have kids from 12 to 18 years old that are part of their club, <laughs> um, and I'm I'm trying to encourage more clubs to do this. Hopefully, they'll do this too is our club, we got a bunch of guys that said, we'll donate our kayaks for a day, you know, our pedal kayaks. And so we want to get them out on a tournament, a free tournament for those kids to come out. We'll give them a bunch of products. They can win some, not money per se, but a lot of our sponsors products to give them for the winners, you know, and get them out there on kayaks and get them addicted to this sport that we all love, you know? So that's something we're trying to get going here. We had it, we had a thing going and then this COVID thing kind of messed it up. So hopefully by the end of the summer, we'll be able to do that. But, um, Encourage a lot of clubs. Hopefully, a lot of clubs are doing that, getting the youth involved. See, down here in the South, uh, North Alabama kayak anglers, <clears throat> North Alabama kayak anglers that I'm part of, we have a youth trail, uh, 16 and under. And, you know, we've had a lot of our sponsors say that they they are 
sponsoring us because we have a youth division. Like we have Cabela's and Bass Pro Shops and stuff like that. And uh, that same day, we had demo day from one to three, but we had our youth trail uh, trail series open that day. And uh, you talk about guys, you know, donating their boats for the day. You know, a lot of our kids that come have their boats, you know, fish with their parents, stuff like that. But uh, we had a, a kid and his mom show up and he just wanted to check it out, didn't have a boat. And, you know, my buddy uh, Dan handed him his Jackson and was like, go for it. And the kid caught his first fish, first time ever tournament fishing in a kayak. You know, he's psyched. He, you know, and then after the tournament was over, he was still in the boat, still fishing. He caught like a 15 or 16 inch spot, you know, it was going crazy. It's, it's nice. cool to see like the, the you got to pass it on to the youth. That kid's probably hooked for life now. Oh yeah. I told his we'll mom. We'll see him on like, the KBF trail one day beating Bryce, hopefully. Oh yeah. <laughs> Hope so, man. That's what I, 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 I love the, mom, I love like the growth kid. of the sport as well. You know, it's just something I try to do very, very often. Heck yeah, I was telling the kid's mom, I was like, it's bad for you now because you know he got to use a, a really good high-end boat first off and now he's hooked so you're gonna have to just open that checkbook up now <laughs> welcome to the addiction yeah <clears throat> well uh, we, we want to give you all a chance um uh, you know we appreciate y'all being on the show is there anybody you'd like to thank to start with you alex uh me since the club man the guys in this club are awesome um they're the guys that really got me to the sport and really it's all about my club, man. I love the club, man. They're awesome. Um, so yeah, I have no sponsors right now. I'm not really, I don't chase sponsors. Um, I'm working with native, so that's something I am probably going to be on the team here real soon. But, um, other than that, I'm not chasing sponsors. I don't care about sponsors. It's, it's about the growth of the sport. So no, just the guys in the club, man. I really appreciate them. Thank you. What, what, what do you have going on the rest of the year outside of the, well, I guess in and outside of the club? So, yeah. So for me personally, I'll probably be going to a couple of the BOS events. Um, Dar Dardanelle's one of them I'm looking at. Um, KBF, I'm planning on going to Utah when they have their KBF event there. I'm thinking about doing one in California, but I don't know if I'm going to make it out there or not. Um, so that's it for the, as far as outside the state. And other than that, it's just running our events. You know, we, ha we have 10 different events that we have to run. So it, it takes up a lot Busy of weekends, year. you know. So yeah. I, tr I try to make all of them, obviously. Um, so, yeah. So, yeah, that's it for me. King of the multi-species, Alex. <laughs> what about you, Bryce? Uh, who got anybody you want to thank? Uh, just go ahead. You know, obviously, Ducket Rods and everything like that. Um, Wicked Weights, they, you know, they helped me out a lot. Sam Jones got me on with that early on. Um, you know, I'm on the Hobie fishing team, so I'm a Hobie every year. I'm real, real appreciative of that. Um, you know, I want to thank Alex. Just I know you busted your butt in this event. I, I've been there. I know what you did that day. And I just want to say thank you for letting this event happen. Um, you know, just thanks, man. I appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. I know you reached out to me after the tournament and thank you for all those kind of words earlier during that conversation oh, yeah. we had in today. So thank you very much. I, like I said, I've, I've been there. We do a lot um, back home. I mean, I put on uh, with uh, lower gear down here. We do free entry kayak fishing tournaments, you know, with all this COVID, the last two got canceled, but, um, you know, it's free entry, show up. We're getting like 80 people in an event, 90 people in an event. They're not paying out big money, but it's it's getting everyone together. Big fish pots are bigger than first place pots. So everyone's going for big fish. Just, we're all having fun. So, well, and, and what uh, what tournaments are you fishing the rest of the year? Uh, I mean, you got to see what I got to make sure the uh, KBF events. I mean, I just I don't know what's going to happen the rest of the year. I mean, there's still events that are up in the air. Uh, I want to fish at least two more, but it's kind of just see. I'll, I'll be at Gunnersville for the, the KVFNC, though. Okay. And cool. 
you know, I was planning on that back in April, so I'm still planning on that for October, but it's just it's kind of waiting to see at this moment, you know. And there so, for, for everybody, there's a the week after or no, the week before there's a Hobie on Akusa River, which is only less than two hours, you know, an hour and a half from Gunnersville. So I I think for a lot of people, like we had talked to Greg Blanchard a few weeks ago, and it's like if you can make that trip and make it like a week and a half deal or two weeks, if you know. It'll definitely be worth it. Have that kind of vacation time. That'd be a good two. Yeah, the kind of the kind of fishing y'all y'all are doing out there, I think you definitely have a leg up on the Kusa. Oh yeah, it's it's, it's, it's very very similar. About, you know, clear water kind of deal. That that's that seems like it'd be up your alley for sure. Yeah, it's just I, I want to get to these Hobie events. You know, there's some other events I want to do, but it's just I mean the, the traveling time. I mean, there's not too too much out on the West Coast. At least there wasn't. There's we're growing out here for sure. Um, you know, everything's back east, you know, so up until like last year, actually, uh, two years ago, the wild I, mean, I was, I was driving to, I was driving to Arkansas and everything else just to get in my opens and trails, you know, 19 hours drives just for my second closest, uh, open was two years ago. So, I mean, it's just, and the wild west is coming, um, but they're just, they're all up in Northern Cal. I mean, that's still 14 hour drive for us, 15 hours. Um, I'll be up at the hopefully uh, Clear Lake Regional. I was about to ask super, if you were going to super, super trail now. Yeah, I mean I, I get up to Clear Lake every year uh, the past two three years now. I mean that's that's one of the favorite lakes. Um, the fish is pretty similar to Saguaro down here, um, and it's just like like last year. I mean I just day two, I I probably had a hundred plus inches on frogs and I only caught one of them. I mean it was just heartbreaking and everything else, you know, just what fishing is to most of us, you know. So I'm, I've been eager to get back up to Clear Lake, and this is, that was basically the last tournament for last year, and it's just pushed me throughout this year. Well, it seems that it's pushing you in the right direction. Yeah. Um, I think if the season ended now, you ended on a high note. Um, <laughs> Hopefully a lot of people will probably be glad they didn't see you at any more tournaments. <laughs> I'm I'm not upset that you're not coming out this way for any tournaments. So yeah. that. <laughs> who knows? I might I might move out there one day. Who knows? Hey, oh Lord, here come live out here, North Alabama, man. We're right in the middle of the mecca. It's not a long drive to fish anywhere. There you go. Just don't fish in my club. You're you're okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, guys. Alex Rojas and Bryce Gibbs. Thank you for being on show, and you know, thank you for everything you do, Alex. All tournament directors. Thank you. And Bryce, keep up the good work, man. Appreciate it. Thanks, thanks for having me on. Yeah, yeah. thanks, right. guys. Appreciate it. Keep it up. Later, guys. Have a good yeah. night. We'll see you too. All right, man. So, not only with that so one. So now I know. Now I know that we need to go take a trip to Colorado. Sounds like it. I mean, that's that plan. We need to stay okay. away from Arizona. <laughs> yeah, if we want to have a chance. Go buy some land. So whenever you retire, you can move out there. Heck yeah. Yeah, smoke weed and catch bass. <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh, there goes uh, all our viewers. Or that could bring in all our viewers. Yeah. So that was on 16th. Tell us about all, all the other tournaments that happened last weekend, bud. So, yeah, I checked out uh, Tourney X, and I'll go over the one that I was supposed to be at first that I didn't make it, had some truck trouble. But uh, Tennessee, Georgia, Alabama came together and did the uh, Bass Nation recruitment event on Chickamauga. Uh, Dave Sewell ended up waxing everybody on that one with 103 and three quarter inches. He had a phenomenal, phenomenal tournament. Uh, Brad Golden second with 96 and three quarter. Brad. And, uh, 
I didn't write down third place. I'm sorry. His, totally his Brad's that. dad was right in there too. So what's that? I I think it's Brad's dad, uh, the other golden. I think he got fifth or sixth. So yeah, it's two goldens up there at top. Yeah, but shout out to the Steve and uh, Freddie for putting that on. I hate I couldn't get up there and help y'all out. And I, I talked to them afterwards, and Freddie was, you know working his fingers to death, going through all them uh, fish everybody was catching. But simply had a good time. But uh, let's see, other than that, uh, there was a KBF trail event on uh, Fort Gibson Lake. And for some reason, I didn't write down where that was. Arkansas. region. I think, yeah, I think it was Arkansas. Uh, Chris Metcalf come out of that one was 78 and three quarter for the win. And Jason Ray was 78 and a half for second place. And Charles Jones, third place, 68 and a quarter. Uh Central Arkansas kayak anglers did the more Memorial Day weekend fish off. It was a statewide event. They had 23 guys. Uh, Gordon Parham probably said that wrong. I'm sorry. Uh, won that one with 102 and a half inches. So another big, big bag. Uh, James Engel, 93 and a quarter for second place. Third place, Terry Brown, 93 inches. So top three to top. And then I saw the top five too. It was stacked up through there. Uh, kayak anglers of Florida had a trail event on the Lake Kissimmee, uh, 32 anglers there. Jake Suvac, first place, 83 inches. Kayak uh, Jesus. Second place. What's that, that? That's his nickname, the Kayak Jesus. <laughs> I, I saw his picture, so I completely understand. Uh, Charles McBroom came in second with 80 and three quarter. Third place to Thomas Woodring with 76 and a half. Uh, Kayak anglers, it's cats. It's kayak anglers of Texas South, maybe. I'm, I couldn't find the detail on that. They're on Lake Fayette. They had 68 anglers. Uh, first place was Brandon Malley with 99 and a quarter. Second place was Adam Estleck with 98. And third place was Caden Drake with 97 and a half. And that was another one. The top, yeah. like, I think when I looked down there, 77 inches was like 30th. So everything was tight all the way up to the top. That was just a few of them. Uh, there wasn't too, too much going on this weekend, but, uh, you know, they didn't have any super big events other than that Bass Nation event going on. There was a lot of hammers at that event. But, uh, yeah, we got we should, you know, it's still getting hot. The tournaments are coming back. We've got local tournaments coming. And I know there's a uh, that two-day, two-separate event, KBF, going down that Cody was talking about coming up that should be a big one i know i've heard a lot of people talking about that i can't even remember where that one is i should have looked that up i think it's on table rock isn't it uh i know there's one about to happen on table rock it seems like a lot of them kbf has went to there's a fort loudon event like in knoxville tennessee and they've if went it's went from a one-day event to a two-day event so i i think that seems like what kbf is doing they're kind of doubling up the events that they can do they're making them two days and maybe doubling the point oh, yeah. or something like that. So yeah, you know, everywhere across the country is starting to open up more waters opening up COVID hopefully, uh, you know, things get a little bit better, some spikes, but you know, it's hopefully it'd be okay. More water open and restrict. It, it seems, you know, especially with like, you know, with our state, everything's back open. We, you know, you have your restrictions and all that stuff like that, but you could see it like this weekend, people were pouring out to like our demo day. So it's going to same thing's going to be happening. I mean, we had 74 anglers uh, two weeks ago at Lake Weiss. I think it's, you're going to keep seeing the numbers come up and we'll start seeing all the tournaments firing up. Cause you know, too much of what I see on tourney X when I was looking was canceled, 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 you know, hopefully we'll stop seeing that and we'll start having a whole lot more stuff going down and get more people on. 
what you got coming up though uh what's y'all's next event you fishing uh, pickwick with us yeah we're well we're doing this sunday is the paddling fin our spring madness event that's we're getting towards the end of that and some people be winning some prizes uh over three thousand dollars worth of stuff coming up this weekend and the championship bracket it's me josh eldridge and dustin nichols for the winner's bracket winner and uh and then one of y'all have a buy or something like that yeah no that was for a loser for the if you had big big fish in the losers bracket so it's double elimination whoever loses this week will still make it in the losers bracket and get another shot so there's a okay so this weekend sunday from 7 to 11 central 8 to 12 eastern time you'll be able to watch us live, live. yeah live 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 so That'd be fun. Hopefully, it'll be a lot of fish catches. If nothing else, Dustin Nichols in Texas, he's going He'll to go out there. Yeah, he's going to go out there and whack them off, frog. So, me, I, I don't know what I'm going to do. I got some uh, some issues going on, but, uh, you know, some boat trouble. So, I'm trying to figure that out. But once I do, I got a new graph coming in the mail. So, I should be here any day, a new Ray Marine. So, hopefully, I'll be able Ooh. to get on in time. I, I went out. I just got mine day. back in. I I put it on and I didn't even, I, w- I was going to put it on and leave it on the boat at demo day, but I just knew somebody was going to somehow get that frontier upside down and I'd be right back in the same boat having to get the graph replaced. So, yeah. well, I'm, I don't know if it's I, right now. I really don't know if it's my battery or the graph, but it doesn't matter because I'll have a second graph to go on the, my second boat. So it'll work out either way, but uh, yeah, so Good time. So yeah, it's going to be a lot of fishing coming up this Sunday. How about you? What what do you have going on this weekend? Uh, working. Uh, I'm probably the that little four hour throwdown that I got to fish Saturday is probably the only fishing I'll get to do probably for the next two to three weeks. Um, I'm wiring a house for a guy, and I've got to get it done for them. Everything kind of sped up on us, so I just got to keep pace with that. And you know, being an adult, which kind of sucks, but whatever. Hard to be but big money like Jimmy. Yeah. I'm uh, I'm hoping that everything I can get everything caught up and come back down. I really want to fish the shoal stop with NACA. That's and uh, I was planning on making a run at like making the classic and angler of the year and stuff like that with the Coleman guys. And I've only made the one event. So that's not looking good. It's just, I had really big goals and you know, stuff on the map for this year. And just like everybody else, the whole COVID thing just ruined all of it. So yeah, I'm I, 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 floating around now. I got third in their first one and haven't been able to fish another one, but I, I love Pickwick. So I'm definitely hoping if anybody, if you've never fished Pickwick or Shoals, so that's what, what is it? Pickwick and Wilson you can fish. Yeah. When the Shoals stop would be Pickwick Lake, Wilson Lake, uh, any, you know, feeder tributaries, anything, which usually you hear about the guys going back, back up in creeks and pockets and stuff like that. But uh, yeah. you've also guys have won on ledges out there too. So, uh that's what's kind of cool is it gets really i don't know it that's probably my favorite tournament of the year even when i'm not fishing in it to hear about um and it's the actually it's the only stop that naca's ever had a repeat winner on uh richard woodruff won pickwick two years in a row in the same creek okay so if anybody thank you richard for not fishing anymore if you're looking for a tournament in June to go fish, that North Alabama kayak anglers, you can grow, uh, go online, look at their Facebook group page, and fish that event. That's a who it'll probably have eighty plus, ninety plus people. Who knows? So it's cool. Oh, it'll. Yeah. It's one of our bigger ones, and then that one. Um, 
I'm trying to remember where we set up. Uh, you know, we do little campouts and stuff beforehand. Yeah. But the the city there, I think it's we're in Muscle Shoals when they do that. I'm probably getting all this wrong, and Nate's gonna, you know, well, kill me for getting all this wrong. Yeah, it's like a little bit west of Muscle Shoals, like Tuscumbia, I think. Which has yeah. part of the Tri Cities. It's all the same place. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's the whole, all the same county, which is yeah. what it is. And you know, they take care of us when we come out there. They they like having us there. That's why we go back there every year. Um, so it, it'll be a fun event, and especially with everything coming off of like lockdown now, we'll yeah. you know we'll get to have our you know goofing off the night before and eating way too much good cooked food, you know, grilled food and maybe a few too many cervezas and then try to get up on time in the morning and go hammer them on Pickwick. But For yeah, sure. if you, if you're going to be in the area or even, you know, if you're not drive down, it's worth it. Pickwick's usually on fire that time of year. Yeah. Great town, great fishing. And you know, it's going to be a lot of fun. Come camp and boondoggle. It'll be a good time. So Heck yeah. uh, like always, thanks for watching Monday nights, eight o'clock, the real down. We'll be and here. Again, Thanks to all the veterans and everybody out there for making this place what it is and letting us do what we do. And happy Memorial Day to everybody. And everybody have a good one. See you next Monday live. Have a good night, everybody. Be good. Where are you, PFDs? Thanks for tuning in to another killer episode on Paddle in Finn. Don't forget to go check out our website at paddle, the letter N, and fin.com. Don't forget to check out the YouTube channel at Paddle and Finn. If you got a question, comment, want to hear from a future guest on a future episode, feel free to email us at paddle, the letter N, and fin at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Paddle and Finn on Facebook and Instagram. Shout out to our show supporters, Angler. The Angler button and app just makes for a better time on the water and creates a virtual logbook for every fishing outing out on the water. Shout out to Rocktown Adventures, located in Northern Illinois, for all your kayaking, camping, and hiking needs. TRC Covers, protect your investment. Catch Products, shout out to Catch Products. Go to catchproducts.com and put the Paddle in Fin logo directly on your catch board. Shout out to Jigmasters Jigs. When in doubt, get the jig out. Go to jigmasters.com, use promo code PNF20 and save 20% on all your jig and tackle needs.